Hello, and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And today we have some special guests with us. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You want oh, to hi. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandon. Hey, Brandon. I'm Heather. Hey, Heather. Welcome to the show. And Brandon and Heather are with an organization. Cancer Bites. Yes. Cancer Bites, a uh, local organization. Uh, you guys, this is your 10th anniversary, I believe, correct? Yes, sir. 10th annual. So you guys go out and you do um, a movie screening every Halloween. And it's over at Brewbies. Yes. And then you guys have like raffles and drawings and all sorts of stuff. So give us kind of the history on Cancer Bites. Um, It goes back, like we said, 10 years. My husband and I were doing Relay for Life, which is a great event Mm -hmm. for his Aunt Denise who passed away from cancer. Um, And we were doing lap after lap after lap. And he looked at me and said, you know, I hate cancer, but I really hate walking. (laughs) I said, yeah, me too. (laughs) As you can, yeah, we got the physiques to prove it. I can agree with both of those things. Hate cancer, hate walking. (laughs) He said, why can't we just go grab a beer and watch a movie or something instead? And I said, why can't we? And that's how it was born. Nice. And then first person we called was Brandon because we knew his amazing artwork. We're like, we need a killer T-shirt because every 5K has a free T-shirt. Oh, so our right. 5K alternative needs its own. So, yeah. Yeah. And we knew we wanted to do a spooky theme, and that's where we went. Nice. I like it. Awesome. And you guys have covered a bunch of different movies. You've done Beetlejuice. You did The Birds. What else? Uh, Ghostbusters, right? Ghostbusters, Gremlins. Gremlins. Uh, we always try to keep it fairly. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say family friendly, but it is trying to be a little bit, you know, broad so that a lot of people can come. You know, and we also have a lot of family members that aren't really into the gore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a family member, and I'm more of a fan of non not the gore either. <laughs> right. So. right. Yeah. We go for spooky Halloween and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Suspenseful exactly. Halloween. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It scares you, but there's no blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then you guys have like local businesses that pitch in and do yes. donations. Right. And then you raffle them off. So correct? we, yeah. So first we have really generous sponsors who sponsor the event itself and cover the cost of the t-shirts and brewies. And then we have locals that, uh, local businesses that donate really cool items that we raffle off. Um, and that's how we raise the money. We do a silent auction. Oh yeah. That's. Uh, that has this really awesome handmade goods, too, that yeah, people we, make yeah, and bring a in. Of, a lot of creativity that goes into it, to a lot of the prizes that we have. Yeah, you guys, I've, I remember from previous years, you guys had, like, uh, vouchers for tattoos. Yep. You yeah. had, like, uh, original artwork pieces, yeah. quilts. Right. Yeah, we have everything from um, tattoos to quilts. There was <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I roll. We have a kind I of mean, large you got to get a tattoo and you got to stay warm. <laughs> exactly. So. I, don't, I don't know if I've ever heard anything more Salt Lake than that. From tattoos right? to, to quilts. quilts. <laughs> it's like exactly. Salt Lake in a nutshell. That was my band name in high school. <laughs> tattoos and quilts. Tattoos and quilts. And half of our audience. I'm pretty sure it's the one time of year they go to Brewies, and it's actually pretty cool that they, yeah. they make the trek uh-huh. over. So, uh, <laughs> so um, kind of give us the tell us about this year. You're doing a, a movie we're going to talk about. Yes, this year our 10th anniversary. Well, our, our our first year we did a double feature. That was our whole plan the whole time, but we found it a little time constricting because we had a lot of other things going on. So we did a full feature, double feature the first year. We Got away from that for the last nine or eight, I guess. Now it's the 10th. And we decided to go back to that and actually rent the theater for the full night. And we can do two two full movies. So our main feature is is Psycho this year. 
But then if you the original, s- not Vince Vaughn. No. <laughs> Dang it. I, I'm, I'm no. leaving. I thought we were talking about Vince Vaughn today. No. 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 What? I'm exactly who you for, think for I am. From a Hitchcock fan. That one, that movie just doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't. But uh, yeah. It's so, like Iron Man 2. Or Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. But yeah, so we're also going to do uh, House on Haunted Hill, the original Vincent Price, House on Haunted Hill. So it's like a classic horror black and white double feature. Right. Cool. Very cool. And that's on the 24th, correct? 24th starts at 6.30. Um, in addition to that, it's hosted by Free Kittens. They're a comedy duo, Jason Harvey and Greg Orm. Uh, they're really hilarious and, and uh, so there running the show. So actually free kittens out there? No actual no. free kittens. No, there's no Dang free kittens. No free kittens. <laughs> I'm no, just kidding. Cats so are jerks. It's not the Vince Vaughn psycho and no free kids. No free kids. Strike two. We're just Debbie Downers. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. So. So go down. You get a free T-shirt with yeah. the admission. It's and twenty it's bucks. Twenty all bucks. It is. The t-shirt alone That's is awesome. worth the twenty and bucks. And the quality of the shirt is great. It's amazing. And Brandon always does the original artwork for it every year. Every year. Let's say you're someone like me, and you're going to be out of town during this amazing event, but you still want to donate. Yes. yes. Can you do that? And yes. can you still get a shirt? So Absolutely. you can Could still you donate the shirt? on Eventbrite and uh-huh. we take donations there. Um, we do like to make sure the shirts go to the people at the event okay. first, but we are, uh, yeah, that's something that we can do. If you're interested in a shirt and you want to make a donation, just get in touch with me and the, inf- the contact information is on our website and we yes. can, and we can make that happen. It's just cancerbitesslc.org. This year, the shirt's <laughs> the coolest because the front is the artwork that he did for Psycho and it's not what you would think. But when you look <laughs> at is. it, you know it's Psycho. <laughs> nice. Never is. And then the back, of the, she- uh, the back of the t-shirt is the nine years leading up to this year. Little windows into all the oh, films yeah. we've done nice. in the past. It's so cool. collage of all the art I've done. Very so cool. So it's cool. Really fun. Yeah, and for this year with uh, for cycle, like you said, you chose a very interesting kind of kind of go into that because that's a that's a fun kind of backstory. Well, as an artist myself, I've always leaned towards kind of uh, finding things that represent something that aren't your typical, you know, things that do a Google search and those all those things in the top fifty, I stay away from. So I, this year, I tried to really nail down the you know, essence, and I really went crazy with the color because this is a black and white movie. So I was just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. And I'm going to go total neon eighties with it. And I did, I went totally like bright colors and had fun with just, it's only two colors and it's really just sharp and contrasting. I've got it pulled up now and it looks amazing. Isn't that so cool? I like that. Like really, honestly, you're getting two great movies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You're getting a lot of fun, but really just for the t-shirt alone, 20 bucks is a steal. Right? And the food at Brewies is good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Drink a beer, have some nachos. Mm. Yeah. Pulled pork nachos. <laughs> oh, it's something else I wanted to mention this year um, for our 10th year, we sought out matching uh, donation sponsors. So we've got um, people who've agreed up to a thousand or first a thousand dollars sold on raffle tickets will be matched. Wow. So if Seriously you cool. buy a dollar raffle ticket, two dollars are going to the Huntsman Cancer Foundation. Nice. It's a bonus. That's awesome. That's Super awesome. Cool. All right. So this is on October 24th. Mm hmm. 6.30? 6.30, and they can get the tickets at cancerbitesslc.org? Yes, and there's a link to Eventbrite, too, so either one of those sites will get you there. Perfect. 
So we will put that link in our show description and on the site and everything and get it out there as much as we can. So this looks like an awesome event. It's we're, so much fun. Cool. I yeah. mean, we're going to have to check it out, Tracy. It's. I think we're going to have to. I'm yeah. sorry I'm not going <laughs> to be mean, there. I mean, we'd like to come, Val, but, you know. I'm going to be in L.A. I'm sorry. I got a job. <laughs> 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 you guys are going to be doing horror films, and I'm going to be doing princesses. <laughs> so, I'm that not, like, right. not doing princesses, but... <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. Oh. <laughs> I'll be hanging out with princesses yeah, yeah. on a pink carpet. It's actually um, the Swan Princess. Yeah. Um, it's it's the, right? the 25th anniversary oh. of the Swan Princess oh, cool. movie. So I will be um, interviewing celebrities on the pink carpet. Wow. Um, and they're actually going to be making me a dress from the movie so that I get. To okay, actually, that's cool. I get to wear it. Yeah, I get fitted for it and they're making it. So I am very supportive and I will be donating to your cause. <laughs> Thank but I will you. not be able to be there because I have a paid gig in LA and I'm going to go do that. So we'll save Makes a shirt. Perfect sense. Yeah. We'll get you, a shirt. you should do the Yay. Bjork swan dress. Right. <laughs> I, I was trying to tell them that was the way to go. And they were like, well, maybe next time. <laughs> I, I just can't wait for the pics. Yeah. It'll be awesome. I'm super excited. <laughs> you know, it's a good gig when they like, create a dress for you yeah and I mean, they're paying me yeah that's always that's a double. <laughs> they're flying me in they're putting me in a hotel they're making me a dress and they're paying me that is that well thank done thank you sony thank well you so done. much <laughs> that's the first time i've heard somebody say thank you sony in a while <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, it's been a minute yeah it has so <laughs> don't ruin this for me <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's talk about Psycho. (laughs) Yes, let's talk about Psycho. All right. I I love this. We're doing kind of spooky movies um, this month, and Tracy talked about Cancer Bites and this great organization. I I love that we get to talk about Psycho and talk about the event, and it's going to be awesome. It fits in perfect with the movies that we've talked about. We've talked about uh, A Quiet Place so far Mm -hmm, this month, uh, and then Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that was one you guys did a couple years ago. Yes, we sure did. And we even had them Ghostbuster Troop. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Ghostbusters yeah. Yeah, we had they them were come so out. great. It was great. It was fun. I painted a couple skateboard decks with Stay Puft Marshmallow Man on them. Oh, cool. And Slimer. Oh, I did Slimer, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about Psycho is it's a great movie um, made by a great filmmaker that's kind of controversial now that we know a little bit more about him. But when you go to film school, you almost get to the point where you hate Hitchcock yeah, because they make us watch Hitchcock over and over and over. And I think I saw Psycho at least six or seven times in a week when I was at USC because we broke it down like frame by frame almost. And Ooh. I'm glad that we didn't do the director's cut because you know that Hitchcock s- just used so much film for right. every movie right. that he, I mean, it's, I don't know how they could even afford to make his movies because he just let it roll and did it again and yeah. did it again and did it again, but fantastic filmmaker. But I've seen this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I took a, I took a semester not, on Hitchcock. I, yeah, but. I didn't, I didn't watch it before this because I think I got it. I think I'm good to go. All right. It almost sounds like the premise of a Hitchcock movie that you have to keep watching his movies. <laughs> yes, right. I think so. So what is it about psycho that why does it continue to resonate with, with audiences? 
that's a good question. I'd say, I don't know. There's a lot of dark, deep things inside of Norman. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are kind of, I don't know, in this day and age right now, especially a lot of people are very voyeuristic. And I think that probably has a, a part in it, but also it's, it's, it's a twist. I mean, you don't know what's going on until the very end. I just watched it with my uh, daughter, who's 17, for the first time, and she was genuinely surprised. And usually when I say, let's watch this great old movie, like I made her watch Watcher in the Woods because it terrified me when I was little. And she, her <laughs> response was, Mom, it's a green light in the woods. What are you afraid of? I'm like, it was so scary. It was terrifying back then. <laughs> but when we watched Psycho, she was genuinely surprised and she loved it. And it just oh, yeah. holds up. Awesome. That's good. She's got good taste. So. <laughs> it's true. And it, it not just that it holds up, but it's even, you know, we talked briefly about the Vince Vaughn, you know, remake, but then also the Bates motel and like everything that's kind of spun Mm -hmm. off from psycho. It just seems to be this story that doesn't go away. Right. And Bates motel was actually kind of a fun show. It it couldn't decide where it wanted to go at first, but those like final two seasons, they decided, you know what, we're going off the rails and we're okay with it. And it was a, it was a joy to watch. Uh, Freddie Highmore, Vera Mm -hmm. Farmiga, um, they both the two of them, especially in the final season when Norman and Mother start to come into play, really good. Yeah, Charlie Bucket became yeah. Norman Bates. <laughs> um, totally. I well, the one thing I love about Hitchcock and his filmmaking is that he's he's a very complex filmmaker, but he makes his films very simple. If you look at most of his films, they don't usually have more than three locations. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So if you think about the Bates Motel, how many locations did they shoot at for that film? How Like, she's in her car, she's in the hotel, and then there's one other location before the hotel. Right. But the movie in itself seems like it's happening in mm-hmm. so many different levels, but it's really in three locations the whole time, and mostly just one location the entire time. And the birds is the same way. That movie scared the crap out of me. And I love birds, but I think that's a four location movie. Yeah. The rear windows basically that we go in the apartment the whole time, except for the very end, we go outside. Yeah. So what he does is he makes these places that, that don't seem very terrific at all seem horrific with just the way that he shoots the angles that he shoots. He is one of those. um, He was one of those filmmakers that paid a lot of attention to shadows and lighting. He would spend so much time on getting the right lighting and the right shadow um, that it was almost annoying to his crew. But you can, as a film lover, as somebody that's watching the film, it's sometimes it gets lost in you, but it's so good. Well, that's what, yeah, that's, that's, exactly one of the reasons that I chose to do the artwork I did for this year was the use of shadow and the, the really low angle. I, I made it at, I mean, I guess, is that a low angle or a high angle? I'm on the floor. So you're looking up, you're looking up at the, at the whole image. And, and that's, that's exactly like what you're saying with the shadows and with the angles and it, it brings you in and all of a sudden you're just like sucked right into it. Yeah. Well, in the, the design you did, like Norman's kind of looming, which is yeah. that the low angle gives you, that kind of extreme feel like he's kind of lording over this, this place. I mean, he'd get in, he gets into some tight spots 
Mm-hmm. I think I think he could have made this film with maybe five crew members, Probably. because really there you're in so tight of spots you can't have more than that. <laughs> <laughs> with how big the cameras used to be True. and yeah. the lighting, I mean, in the shower, in the room, you know, <clears throat> even when um, you know there there's th- uh, two of them in the room at the same time, the room seems so small. Yeah, because he wants you to feel uncomfortable about mm-hmm. being in that room. He does such a good job at making you feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And he was obviously, I mean, a master, right? I mean, Hitchcock knew what he was doing, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was very difficult, but a lot of the really talented he was a artist. He was. <laughs> he really was. Yeah. I mean, really, Mel, don't hold back. Just tell us how you feel. He was. He was a dick, man. Like, but the thing is, is he knew it. Um, and that, and everyone around him knew it. He didn't keep it a secret. He didn't try to be anything else. And so he is, he was what he was, but he was also brilliant. So people just let him be a dick basically. Got him what he wanted. Yeah. I'm not that brilliant, so I have to be nice. <laughs> well, you're not a dick, so that's true. I don't think you could be if you tried. No, probably. <laughs> it's true. Leave that's it to true. me. Just leave it all to me. That's Val's job. Val's got discovered. <laughs> Tracy, you found a list for us, right? Oh, I'll have to pull it back up. But um, okay. one of the things that I thought was really interesting—it's it a good list. It's, it is a good list. Um, but Hitchcock really pushed the limits. So this was um, this was like the first movie or, well, one of the first where they had um, kind of overt sexuality. I mean, at the very beginning, they're in the bed together, which at the time was very taboo. Mm -hmm. And she's in a bra, which Mm -hmm. was way taboo at the time. Well, they almost made him take it out. Yes. He almost had to cut it from the film to get a rating. That was one of the things they had to fight for. And I think, had, I think he that's had, I think he had, no, I think, like, he, had like, I think he had to prove, I think he had to prove like there was a TV show at the time that was do that did something like, I think that's they had right. to show they had the precedent. Yes. They yeah. had to show precedent that it was moving in that direction. Um, but yeah, I think I remember that when I learned about this, I think that was a problem. Like they almost had to take it out and he was very like, no, this has mm-hmm. to be in this mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the violence and the the thing that I love the most famous sequence of all, of course, is the shower scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so masterfully done. So the, the whole scene I think is 40 seconds and he does 75 edits in that time. And you don't see anything. You never see the knife piercing the skin. You never see any nudity, but you think you did. It's all mm-hmm. implied. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what makes it so amazing. I mean, similar to, like things that we talked about with Jaws, where you, you've set the tone, you've set the feeling of the movie throughout, and so you don't have to show the stabbing, you don't have to show mm-hmm. all of the blood and guts and everything to get the effect that you want if you've told the story the right way. Well, and with his cuts, his angles, and the sound, the yeah. music in this mm-hmm. film, yeah. and the sound cues um, are, you know, some of the best. Um, and people have tried to mimic, but have not been able to do it successfully. Um, but I mean, you could take all of the dialogue out of this movie and it would, you would still understand everything. Yeah. Um, so the movie is based on a loosely based on a book, which was based on the serial killer, Ed Gein. 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 Ed Gein. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little about about 
I know, yes, of course I do. <laughs> Tell us all about Ed. I know plenty. Sit back, kids. Put yeah. your feet up. Here's the story. Silence of the he Lambs was, was based on yeah, him, too. And, and oh, even, so even Leatherface from Lamps. Chainsaw Massacre is That's loosely right. based on and The whole family's based on that guy. Because, wow. I mean, he, they, in Chainsaw Massacre, they built furniture out of body parts like he did. I mean, he, liter- he was literally a, a grave robber. He had a nipple belt. I think he that's did. the most important yeah. thing. Oh, grody. <laughs> it's some so gross stuff. Slow. He also had bowls made out of uh, the tops of skulls. Mm. And then uh, all kinds of other, like, masks that he had made out of people's faces. Now, when these movies came out, were people making a ruckus that if they were to show these films in theaters, then a whole bunch of people would go out and do these things? I don't know. Because we've got the the yeah, new Joker movie Joker, that's coming right. out, yeah, or that yeah. came out, and, you know, people are th- saying that it's glorifying, you know, this genre or, you know, this right. kind of violence, but that's, I mean, a that nipple a, belt, yeah, man. <laughs> a nipple belt. Yeah, it happens every generation. Every generation has the, the taboo thing that, oh, no, you're going to influence But it's a nipple belt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it one True. more time, Jake. Did we, did we just find the title of the episode? Nipple belt. <laughs> totally. He did it. It wasn't even yeah. my fault. It wasn't You've said it ten times. How is this done? I like how you're totally innocent here. I didn't know. It wasn't I, did, I knew, wasn't I knew not about the nipple belt until now, but now I know, it's... but it's like your favorite thing now. It totally is <laughs> Just don't Google it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, go incognito mode if you're going to do that. No. And don't do it at work. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's interesting. They bought the rights to this book for $5,000. That's cool. Was yeah, all. And then wow. um, Hitchcock, a rumored, it's not officially known, but is rumored to have driven around and tried to buy up all the copies of all the books around oh, LA yeah, and Hollywood in order to try and good. keep some keep of the quiet. secret. Yeah. So he didn't give away the ending, right? He, he, even, he even had like, I don't know, signs and posters and. PSAs that said nobody is allowed in after the movie starts. Absolutely not. Oh wow! So that nobody can ruin the ending. I wish. Mm-hmm. I wish that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like once, you, like once the <laughs> once movie, the movie started, starts, it's too late. Nope, can't come in. Would it be like after the trailers or? Yeah. Like it's totally okay to come in during the trailers, right? Yeah. I mean, for you, I'm not, I'm not an animal. I like the, I, I'm one of those people. I love the trailers. Like right. I, I love too. going to see the trailers, but no, I think, I think as soon as the trailers have finished, if you're not in, you just shouldn't even come in. I also I'm think that you. if you're going to bring a baby to a rated R yeah. movie, you should be charged $75 oh. a ticket Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I agree. and publicly shamed by the lady from shame, 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 the, uh, game of Thrones. Yeah. Game none. of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, Hitchcock was very secretive about this and he refused to give a plot synopsis to the critics and they kept hounding him. And at one point they mistook, um, and misunderstood the the title of psycho and said psych, which was a Greek goddess. So there was a rumor going around that this was Hitchcock's movie on Greek mythology. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, there were some people that were probably very disappointed when they walked in like, this is not not what I was expecting at all. But in terms of saying about how Hitchcock was a dick, so... um, (laughs) So Let's just go further into the dickness of Hitchcock. So he did let reporters know that a woman would be getting murdered in the shower and they asked him how he'd get that past the censors. And he told the New York Times, quote, men do kill nude women, you know. Like, that was his response. I mean, he's not wrong. On Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. <laughs> I mean, not, not all men. I think that's important. No. I, I've never done it myself. No. 
And why are they just like? (laughs) (laughs) And why is it just nude women? What kind of belt are you wearing right now? (laughs) So it's a nipple belt. (laughs) You guys all know what you're getting for Christmas. (laughs) Baby bottle nipples. That's what it is. Um, craft project. So, <laughs> so, and most people know this, but a little trivia um, for the blood, they used uh, chocolate syrup yeah. because it looked better on it's film darker. than fake blood. Yeah. The we black used that and white. at USC when we did darker. our movie on Universal Studios. We, we didn't go get all of the fancy blood. We used Hershey's. Nice. That's nice. cool. Nice. Yep. Were you, were you shooting black and white? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Nice. It does it very cool. It doesn't work as well in color, Tracy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why is but the it blood is brown? Delicious. <laughs> Why is uh, she looking um, up the blood? That's just weird. Get that on camera. <laughs> um, so quick, somebody get her a nipple belt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> Stat. <laughs> Um, fun fact, this was the first American movie to feature a toilet on screen. Whoa. And it was the first movie that had the sound of a toilet flushing. Wow. That, so Hitchcock led, was pushing the boundaries. He was breaking all sorts of barriers. <laughs> I don't like that because that led to the scene in Eyes Wide Shut when Nicole Kidman's on the toilet and I was in the front <laughs> row of that movie and it just scarred me for life. <laughs> it's Hitchcock's fault. I'm going to blame him. <laughs> Well, and there was there was talk for a long time, and I don't know if this has ever been proven or denounced, but tell me if you've heard the story. So rumor is, was for the shower scene, um, Janet Lee was not giving him the scream that he wanted. Mm-hmm. And he kept doing take after take after take, and she got more and more frustrated and angry with him. Mm-hmm. So finally he said, okay, what? Just clear the set, 15-minute break, everybody out, go. And they came back. And when the shower water hit her during the break, he had switched from the hot water to the cold water. So it was ice cold water hitting her and she screamed and he basically she got mad at him for it It was like, what? What the heck? And he basically said, well, you weren't doing what I wanted, so I had to make you do what I wanted. And I don't know if that's true, but it sounds like something he would do. I also heard that during the break, he actually threatened to take her career away. Like he threatened her to the point. That's right. He threatened her to the point of tears um, to get her to where he needed to get her. And it was almost like that through the whole movie. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like Kubrick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That sounds like Kubrick. <laughs> and these Hollywood directors. <laughs> Not Steven. Yeah. Not Steven. <laughs> So it costs Hashtag just not my director. <laughs> costs eight hundred thousand to make, which mm-hmm. was, at the time was a lot. Yeah, that's a but lot. It's, but it's less than what a lot of the color films were going for. But it went on to gross forty million dollars. It probably would have been four hundred thousand if he wouldn't have shot on so much film. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and when we they when they shot movies. on film, you you shot by the foot. Yeah. And yeah. you paid by the foot. Yeah. Wow. It was. Yeah. Can you imagine though if they had done this film in color? Like I don't think it would have worked. No, no, uh, uh-uh. no. I don't think so. The shadows wouldn't have been because yeah. the shadow, the lighting, and the sound made this movie. If you were to take that away and just have the script, it would have been meh. Yeah, because yeah. the scripts. I mean, it's like 
I mean, it was made in, in a time period where color was available, right? Right. He, yeah. Yeah. No, he, he, he chose, specifically chose he to, do, chose it. to wow. do it that yeah, way. That's what right. I thought. Um, but, like, I mean, the script is fine, and yes, it's a little provocative, but it's not amazing. Like, it pushed the boundaries at the time of what you think of, but it really, the reason why it worked is because we've all been to a motel. We've all gone on a road trip and we've all been in a shower. So all of those things like scare us on a daily basis. Like it was the reason why I removed shower curtains or checked shower curtains every night when I would get home. I'd go check the bathroom after film school. I'm like, "Mm, okay. Especially if you're watching it like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all had to go on medication, but it's not Utah. It was LA. So we're fine. (laughs) They just had us like drink some wheatgrass and we were, we were good to go. Did you say wheatgrass? Yes. Wheat. 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 Wheatgrass, not weedgrass. They just opened that. That's uh, brand new. That wasn't available back when you were in school. Yeah. Um, It was nominated for four Academy Awards, Best Director, Best Supporting Actress, Best Black and White Cinematography, Mm because there were two categories there, Mm -hmm. Um, and for Best Black and White Production Design, but it did not win a single Oscar. Did not win a Oscar. I honestly think it's because he was a bully, and the movie, again, take out... The sound take out the shadows, and it's a meh story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, mm-hmm. what did it go up against that year? Yeah. Like craziness. I rem- We can we can yeah, pull I'll that look up. It up. It went up against some intense things. Um, but it's interesting because they they almost didn't get the movie made, and he gave up his directing fee in order for a cut of the profits, which is fairly standard now, but not back then. So out of that forty million that it made. He made 15. Oh, wow. So he, he made out like a bandit on, on this movie. Part. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So what, when was the first time you saw Psycho? When did that? Because I didn't see it till I was in college. I was in film school. That's when I first got exposed to it. Did you have a? I'd say, I'd say I was probably, I don't know specifically, but I'd say I was probably teenager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably teen. What was kind of your reaction? Did you love it from the oh, start? I loved it, but you know, I I was I was delving into lots of film at the time, and Hitchcock became one of my favorites right off the bat. Um, he does another movie called Spellbound, where he uh, uses a bunch of Salvador Dali art to illustrate a dream sequence, and that just I was all over that. <laughs> it's not a great movie, that but the cut eyeball scene in that. No, that's oh, a whole that's a, that's a whole different Dolly thing. Dolly. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. The whole cut eyeball thing. Yeah. I took an experimental film class <laughs> yes. and I showed Buñuel's movie with the cutting of the eyeball with the cloud. Right. And God. I was like, what, what have I signed up for for this class? What yeah. is going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it went up against Spartacus and The Apartment. Oh. And okay. I mean, you had Elizabeth Taylor who won Best Actress, Billy Wilder for Best Picture for The Apartment that year. That was, oh, that was a, yeah. The was a big deal. Yeah. I was looking at it on IMDb. This is what's awesome. Okay, so for the parents' guide for Psycho, (laughs) well, this is what's funny. Does it say nipple belt? No, no, it doesn't actually. This is what's funny. We talked about how it kind of pushed the the boundaries a little bit with you know the the bed scene and everything. So sex and nudity, they have it down for mild. Okay, violence and gore is moderate. Profanity was none. Alcohol, drugs, smoking was none. Frightening, intense scenes. Severe. Severe. <laughs> so that, that makes sense. That adds yeah. up. It's about right. <laughs> I mean, it went up against Pollyanna, so. 
Well, yes. <laughs> There's no nipple belts in Pollyanna, that's for sure. I mean, how do you know? <laughs> you don't know. I guess I guess that's a fair point. I can't argue that. Why aren't we talking about Pollyanna this month for Halloween? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> so one of the Noble things that I love about Hitchcock, he'd always do a cameo oh, yeah. in oh, yeah. his movies. Uh-huh. Tell, do, you, do you know where the cameo is in this one? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think so. On the, he's getting on the bus or getting off the bus. Yeah. One of the two. I can't he's remember. He's wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of Easter eggs. I love the. There's a lot of hidden meanings in some of the things he puts in there. Even even in this in this in the shot where he's coming in the the room after she's been murdered. And he's like discovering, oh my God. And he elbows something off the wall and it's a bird picture. And the whole symbol, symbol with that was that he knocked, he, he knocked off a bird. Mm-hmm. And a bird used to be, uh, a bird mm-hmm. was a slang term for a woman. Yeah. And, right. You know, mm-hmm. and so, right. and then there's oh, even, cool. there's yeah. even the, the wall painting that he moves to peek at her through the wall is a, is a, it's a very provocative painting about, of two guys uh, essentially grabbing a woman, getting ready to rape her. Oh wow! Oh, and it's, I never noticed it, that. And that's the picture that's there. And if you watch, uh, I put it on the I put it on the website. There's a six minute trailer he did for the movie. A six yes. minute trailer. It he is. made a short and, film about uh-huh. his film. <laughs> and he takes you he takes you on a tour through the hotel and through some of the house. And he points at that picture and he starts to tell you. And that picture has a lot of. And then he stops and he doesn't say anything else. Mm. And I'm like, man, that's brilliant. Right, <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> like, awesome. okay. And yeah, how what different is, trailers were back then. That the director's right? just like, like giving you a tour of the set. Uh-huh. This is where like we they're, all, they're all they're all Walt Disney. Right. Yeah, like, come in my world. Let me of take you around. Do that. He got to do what he wanted to do. It's his way. Right? I want somebody to do that now. <laughs> Hitchcock was Walt Disney. No, I like that's what <laughs> like, I think of. Like Walt, Disney, like Walt Disney used to do that. Come on yeah, in here. Like, let here's me the explain. happiest place on earth, and then yeah. here's like where we're going to murder some people. Some people think of Disneyland like that. Some That's people true. don't. Some people don't drink the Kool Aid like me, and some people think of Psycho like Disneyland. Those so. people are wrong. Wow. <laughs> How can you not drink the Disney Kool Aid? Disney's awesome. Some people would rather go to the Psycho Mansion and mm. hang out there. Yeah, well, and show. some people like both, and those people are Tracy. Well, and those people go to Universal, <laughs> yeah, that's right. where you can add. That's where the the yeah. actual Psycho House is still yeah. available. If you do right. the backlot tour, oh, cool! That's right. You can stop and actually oh, take pictures of the actual Psycho House. Nice. Yeah. Um, all the interiors, of course, were on a soundstage, but right. Um, and it's interesting because it's not that big. No, mm-hmm. it it looks a lot bigger on film, but it's all because of the way mm-hmm. that he that Angles. he shot it. Yeah. Right. Back to the angles, yep. Yep, he's all about the angles. Well, yeah, he didn't screen it. Didn't screen it for critics. <laughs> Instead of all about the Benjamins, baby. It's all, all about, about the angles, angles baby. baby. There we go. There you go. That's a hit. That's a hit right there. No. No. <laughs> what do you know about radio, Val? I know nothing about music. <laughs> Stop taunting me. Just kidding. Um, you can keep taunting me. The, the other thing I loved about Hitchcock is he's kind of the first one that created the MacGuffin, which okay. is a, a term that they use a lot with uh, like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. It's the so it, I know what a MacGuffin is. Yes, but what about people that might be listening that don't know what MacGuffin is? Want to explain MacGuffin? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pretend I don't know. Oh, okay. I hear Tracy. So basically, it's a plot device that doesn't really have. It makes you think that it's important to the plot. Yeah. And actually, there's no real importance to it all. So at the very beginning of the film, he's like lingering on that briefcase with the money. And you're thinking, 
it's going to be about her and the money. And then that's completely not what the movie's about. No, not at all. And she, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the way the whole movie starts. You start to wonder what, what she's going to do to get out of it. And, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then, and then, thirty minutes into the movie, she's dead. <laughs> so it's fine. Totally she got fine. Out of it. I hope I'm not giving away too much. <laughs> you know, nineteen sixty film. Yeah. <laughs> we have like a forty year. Like, if it's over the forty years, well, it's been out long enough. Gotcha. I'm just kidding. We usually spoil it like the week after. If it they're doing clips of it at the megaplex before the movies, then you're fine. Oh, gotcha. Nice a little trivia. <laughs> that's cool that's awesome I, i'd heard the term mcguffin before but i wasn't totally sure what it was so yeah thanks for yeah it. so it's and and jj abrams uses mm-hmm. it a lot mm-hmm. lucas with um indiana Jar-Jar jones oh, hey. <laughs> what? Do you want to go there right now <laughs> no <I don't. laughs> she's feisty tonight jake you might yeah, be I can tell. We- <laughs> but he was really such just a, a groundbreaking filmmaker um we owe a lot to to Hitch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, when you can make a movie in 1960 that is still as big as this movie is, as popular as this movie is, and as relevant as this film is, I mean, that really says something about who you are as a filmmaker. And it wasn't just Psycho. There were a ton of other films. And despite all the sexual harassment and being a dick, I mean, he was a pretty good filmmaker. <laughs> True, he was. <laughs> But it was he influenced many directors after him. Wow. <laughs> he did. That's also a fair point. Yeah. yeah. I know John Carpenter loved him. He, he named characters after characters in Psycho. Yeah. Oh, Sam, cool. Loomis. Sam Loomis from Halloween is Sam Loomis from Psycho. He's the detective, I believe. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. You're right. Well, and I, I would imagine anybody who did horror after 1960 was influenced I think just filmmakers in general. I mean, obviously I'm at film school and we're watching, you know, just paying attention because most of the films we had to make in film school um, could not have dialogue. And so we had to heavily weigh on the sound and the lighting and, you know, how to tell a story with the camera without any words at all. And so, you know, having us watch Hitchcock films was was a big part of us learning how because he was a really great storyteller. Again, if you took all of the dialogue out, you you would still totally understand the movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. We come to the part of the show now where we give the movie a grade. What would you give it, Val? Uh, I give it a solid B. Right. I think. I mean, it's suspenseful. I do think that it added a lot to um, you know filmmaking. Um, and where people went after uh, that movie was made. Um, you can watch it now and it still holds, you know, like you're still, if you haven't seen it before, you're going to be surprised, like she said. Um, if you have seen it for, before, you still respect everything that's coming. Um, so I think a solid B. If he wasn't such a dick, I might give him a B plus, but <laughs> dick. That's a solid answer. I'm not going to argue with it. I, I was going to say that's fair, but I didn't even want to like. <laughs> you didn't want to taint it. No, I like. I want to make sure that he meant that's really fair. Like, that's that's really actually fair okay. <laughs> All right. What about you, Tracy? I'd probably go like B plus. Um, I love the fact that even if you know the ending, you can still watch this movie. Um, that final shot where they superimpose the skull. Mm. with yeah. with Norman and they're pulling the car out of the lake that is one of the coolest ending shots Agreed. ever 
Um, so that's kind of what I would give it. What about you, Brandon? Oh, you're talking to a horn nut. I'll give it an A. <laughs> <laughs> totally. For the scene alone where Mother comes out and kills that guy at the top of the stairs from directly above. I think that's the coolest thing ever. That's right. Oh, my yeah. God. That is the most disorienting shot ever, and I love that. I do. A solid three nipple belts for me. <laughs> <laughs> but a three out of what? Solid. A three out of three. Three out of three. <laughs> out of three. <laughs> we find our new ranking system. Nipple oh, belts. yes. I give it five nipples. <laughs> On the nipple belt. Goodness. Nipples. <laughs> I think this is such an iconic film. I think you've got to give it a, a B or a B plus, absolutely. Or even an A, yeah. if you're a horror fan. Because yeah, I do think it's a. influenced everything that's come after it. And it's yeah. such a monumental film and it's one that you should see on the big screen if only there was an opportunity to do that this month oh, oh my goodness <laughs> there <laughs> it is <laughs> I'm still what did you give it Jake yeah I, I, I B plus absolutely B plus? I mean I'm not a horror fan so for me oh, it would cool. be hard for a horror movie to be an A but I do think this is so iconic and so influential that you have to rate it up there Agreed. for sure so it's got Jamie Lee Curtis's mom in it. So. That's true. There you That's go. right. It's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since three. <laughs> well, there, there's nothing. John Carpenter had Jamie Lee Curtis in. Yes, he did. Halloween. Halloween. Mm-hmm. He also had Janet Lee and Jamie Lee Curtis in the fog. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. And she drove the same car. Mom, mom drove the same car. How cool is that? That's tri- cool. Here's the trivia nerd, too. That's cool. <laughs> we ever do like a horror trivia? Yeah, we need, yeah. <laughs> we need Brandon to come back for our last episode of the month. Uh-oh. Yes, because we're talking Wes Craven, right? Oh. Yes, we do are talking. Do you come back for Wes Craven? Wes Craven films. Well, I can't say no to that. Sweet. <laughs> I got I to gotta give the guy a good tribute for sure. Yeah. Plus, it'll make our show better because we don't watch horror films. So. Yeah. Cool. I'm here. I'm I mean, I'm really I'm just thinking history. selfishly about the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for But you. I mean, I like you fine. We're going to yeah. get Tim Burton the week before that. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Oh, I'm cool. Craven nearly as well. so, so Brandon's doing Inktober, which yes. for those that don't know, it's where uh, there's a list and you have a topic per day yep. and you draw that item and you share it on social media well brandon found Did my own. Tim, oh that's right that's right you created yeah. a tim burton list all obscure yeah. Yeah, tim burton deep. prompts is really the best. where can we follow you in your art uh, i'm on instagram that's pretty much the only it's social orange media zombie. place but orange uh, zombie yep orange, orange zombie, zombie. Okay. It's, easy, it's easy to remember that's you know plus i'm colorblind so the whole orange thing okay it's, cool. it's the easiest color for me to pick out see and he does like because i work with brandon and he creates some of the coolest ads for our clients and i was blown away when they told me you were colorblind like that just kills me but yeah you're i might not be able to see it so well but i know how it all works nice that's awesome i've been to school plus i got photoshop with the eyedropper (laughs) (laughs) thank you technology yes Yes, it helps well great this is a great film heather brandon thank you so much for being here absolutely you've got a great organization cancer bites cancer bites slc.org everybody needs to check it out get their tickets 10 Ten years years. that's awesome you got got a little bit of time july uh, october july july 24th october 24th (laughs) down at brewies right here in salt lake city don't wait to get your tickets don't be that guy exactly get a really cool t-shirt support a great cause which is near and dear to my heart with the huntsman cancer foundation to everybody yeah honestly it it affects everyone Mm -hmm. everybody's got somebody they know or or Mm -hmm. is themselves 
for sure or you know trying to survive or hasn't you know it's it's a it's a it's a good cause it's a great cause absolutely and you'll you might run into tracy and me down there yeah yay say hi to us you can just carry around a val head yeah. <laughs> on a little stick. Like, just like a cardboard head yeah. or like a doll's head. That we've like Whatever you decide. <laughs> like you a Barbie doll head. You decide. Shrunken. Head, like, you decide. <laughs> and then you can decide what color hair, because it's, yeah, it's all of them. You know, it could be any of them, really. Really, yeah. yeah. Awesome. You can find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Movies That Make Us, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the places. Uh, anywhere where you listen to podcasts, please leave us a review. Uh, we love that. And uh, normally I'd say we won't see you in the movies, but we might. We might. Jo- we might see you at the movies. again? Jeez. October 24th. Why are you trying to skip past all I, the food I don't holidays? Know. I, well, because I'm on that stupid diet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Christmas. <laughs> I'm on a very limited carb and sugar diet, so all these holidays are just going to kill me. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening. We won't see you at the movies. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.